My daddy had a preacher several years ago, and when we would get together with mom and dad, he would always say, well, brother so-and-so preached a really good sermon today, but he missed about four stopping points. <laughs> Our text today is a continuation of the Sermon on the Plain, and there is just so much truth and wisdom in that sermon. We would have still been here from last week had we done it continuously. But I want to finish the text today of the Sermon on the plain. The world says if somebody calls us names, call them names back. The world says if somebody makes fun of us, make fun of them. The world says if someone says mean and hurtful things to us, speak mean and hurtful things right back at them. The world says, if someone tears us down, do all in your power to tear them down as well. The world says, if someone spreads bad things about you, start telling others bad things about them, even if they are not true. John Wesley, the founder of the Methodist Church, said, Do all the good you can. By all the means you can, in all the ways that you can, in all the places that you can, at all the times you can, to all the people you can, as long as ever you can. But scripture says, But I say to you who are willing to hear, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who mistreat you. If someone slaps you on the cheek, offer the other one as well. If someone takes your coat, don't withhold your shirt either. Give to everyone who asks, and don't demand your things back from those who take them. Treat people in the same way that you want them to treat you. If you love those who love you, why should you be commended? Even sinners love those who love them. If you do good to those who do good to you, why should you be commended? Even sinners do that. 
If you lend to those from whom you expect repayment, why should you be commended? Even sinners lend to sinners expecting to be paid in full. Instead, love your enemies, do good, and lend expecting nothing in return. If you do, you will have a great reward. You will be acting the way children of the Most High act, for he is kind to ungrateful and wicked people. Be compassionate, just as your Father is compassionate. Don't judge, and you won't be judged. Don't condemn, and you won't be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Give, and it will be given to you. A good portion, packed down firmly, shaken and overflowing, will fall into your lap. The portion you give will determine the portion you receive in return. May the Lord add his blessing to the reading and hearing of his holy word. Let us pray. Most holy God, as we hear these words from the Gospel of Luke, may we not only be hearers, but doers as well. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. In the Common English Bible version that I just shared with you, this section of Jesus' Sermon on the Plains is entitled or subtitled, Behaving as God's Children. I thought that very intriguing. We as believers in the teachings of Christ are called not to respond the way that the world would, but the way that Christ would. Sometimes it seems as those of us who call ourselves Christian think that that's some kind of medal to be worn. And we think that our way is the only way and the better way. That only we have right answers and only we know how to live in the light of God. And sometimes with an attitude like that, we end up looking down our noses at the people that we feel are inferior, who we think are unacceptable, when we should be loving and accepting. After all, we are no different than anyone else. If God did not love and accept us right where we were, then how could we know that there is another way, a different way to live? We forget sometimes that we are called to be servants 
Christ came to serve, not to be served. To live in community, though, is not easy. There is a great deal of struggle, if you think about it, as you understand all the diversity about community. And that that diversity is a part of God's creation. There will always be a struggle to live in harmony. Let me say that again. There will always be struggle as we try to live in harmony. But that struggle should be filtered through love. Otherwise, we will end up tearing each other apart in the name of Jesus. We are constantly being pushed and pulled over the issues of our daily lives to live the way that the Spirit calls us to live or to live the way our human nature wants us to live. As I think back over this passage from this morning and the list of expectations that are listed there, I realize very loudly that the proper Christian response is not the one that sometimes I automatically am inclined to choose. The struggle is real. The right choice sometimes goes against my very nature. But the whole reason there is a struggle there is because inside of me and inside each of us, there's another force at work. It's a force that compels me, if you will, to do the right thing. The right and the good have a chance of overcoming only when I remember the mercies of God and when I manage not to think more highly of myself than I should. Otherwise, I act upon what I want without regard to what God wants and what works for his glory. There is an important truth in the verses right before our text for today. It says, and if you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who do good to you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners 
do the same. But here's the thing. Jesus wants us to be different. He wants us to be special. Not a higher or above anyone else special. But a down in the trenches struggling to do the right thing. Special. Luke 6.27 says, But I say to you who hear, love your enemies. Jesus commands us not just to love those who love us. He wants us to love those who we know are even against us. But how do we do that? How do we do that? Do you know someone in your neighborhood who doesn't like you? Read Luke 6, verse 28. Do you know someone in your social circle who perhaps doesn't like you? Read Luke 6, verse 28. Do you know someone in the church who doesn't like you? Read Luke 6, 28. Do you know someone in your own family who doesn't like you or appreciate you? Read Luke 6, verse 28. Our fleshly nature may tell us to respond to those people the way that they respond to you. Or maybe the message that we get from the world is telling us just not to care at all and not to have anything to do with them. But if we think or feel these ways, we truly are no different than anyone else. Jesus says to pray and to do good to them. God's family is not to be conformed to the natural living of the world but to live supernaturally through the Holy Spirit amongst each other. The Bible has between its covers the simple ways and the means to aid in our growth in the Spirit. If we are going to be Spirit-led, born-again individuals. Luke 6, 27 through 38 is kind of like a Christian checklist, if you will, where the simple question is implied, do we measure up? Do we measure up to these things of God? 
when you do the right things with the right heart, and that's key. Sometimes it may be easy to do the right thing, but your heart is far from where it needs to be. But if you have a right heart within you, God's blessings will just keep flowing down upon you. We owe God a debt that we can never, ever repay. But what God asks of us instead is that we live to God's honor and to God's glory by living the principles of love that are consistent with the very character of who God is. Amen. And amen.